from the bottom of the ocean next to a jellyfish and a shark that's currently trying to eat me. Welcome to 36 Questions to Fall in Love with Abby. Valentine's Day, everyone. In this episode, Jack and I's 36 questions come to a close as we do the final set. So strap on in and let's go. Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling... I think we are both happy to be doing this podcast. Yeah. Um... We are both very introspective people, Mm. hence the podcast. We both like being vulnerable Mm. and getting deep, deep diving with Abby. Deep dive with Abby. Yeah. We both have pretty eyes. (laughs) You said that before. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, We both like LA, but it might not be our favorite place in the world, Mm. but we're both happy to live here and like feel like we're pretty established right now yeah you've got a good job i've got a good job um we are both creatives we Mm -hmm. clearly both like expressing ourselves via art or different hobbies and passions but we're also at the same time very type a and can be very organized which helps with the passions because right yes at least in our jobs Totally. Well, not only even in our jobs, I feel like in our lives of just, um, yeah, I mean like artists can be very chaotic and very reckless and yeah, all that stuff. So it's nice to be able to be focused and organized in creating stuff because it's possible. Yeah. A lot of my friends are like, how do you have the time to do all the things that you do? Or like, how are you like, they always hear about me doing the next project Mm. Cause I just have this insane, maybe borderline unhealthy need to like always be making stuff and like creating. Yeah. Cause if I don't, then I feel like I've failed myself or I'm not living up to my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that little <clears throat> thing in my head that drives me to do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we both have that. Yeah. We do both have that Yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I'm anxious right now cause I really want to write my next script. You're but, anxious right now in this moment? No. Just like, okay, good. like overall. Yeah, you're like, I've worked so hard to make you comfortable. <laughs> no, I'm not anxious right now. Just like overall and in, mm-hmm. in, in, in this season of my life right now, I'm eager to get to my next script, like my next project. Um, I've learned because I'm an Aries that we're really good. You're at an sp- Aries? I'm an Air- Aries, right? Is that March? End of March? I don't, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I need to leave right now. Why? I don't think I got along with Aries that well. That's not true. This is going. Yeah, we are going. This is going pretty well. What are you? Um, Virgo. Oh. Type A. Oh. But Sagittarius, Sun, and Moon, which is why I'm adventurous. If we are Mm. believing in this. Yes, I like buying into it all. I think it's fun. Can't hurt anything. Yeah, but apparently I'm really good at starting stuff and not finishing it. Me too. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. We both have that in common. We both have that in common. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. If you were going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. Uh, for me, it's that nothing is like, you're never going to annoy me 
like it's very very hard to make me mad <laughs> or yeah. like annoy me if like for my friends I love it when they reach out and um it's never like pestering and like no ask is too big or like no ask is too small it could be too big if they're like you need to drive all the way across the country and like get me this smoothie yeah. obviously that's too big but wow you really are easy going yeah <laughs> I like I like doing it um that's actually something I'm trying to get better about is not being on my phone as much because I'm always like oh yeah you can reach me at any point and I'm like trying to set boundaries in my life boundaries are really good yeah boundaries are really good boundaries are hot too people don't think about it like that but I think that people like when other people have boundaries mm. so that they know that like they respect themselves yeah very true hmm. that's my answer that I no that's not see that's not a good answer I don't know why I, I don't have because I'm so transparent see yeah I don't I know think I feel like that could be an answer what that that you're transparent like what you see is what you get yes I I don't really like keeping secrets or anything that's good yeah yeah that's that's kind of how I am is I like that um yeah I'm a pretty transparent person uh if you yeah if you ask me a question like I won't really bounce around the truth um yeah, because then I gotta keep stock of all the lies, and I've never been a very good liar. So yeah, um, yeah, I I consider myself a pretty transparent, authentic person. It's good, yeah. good to know. Okay, uh, tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time. Not that we weren't before. Mm -hmm. Um, saying things you might not say to someone you've just met. I like that you're doing the podcast with me. Mm. That doesn't that feels kind of shallow, but. Like it really says something about you and your character because a lot of people wouldn't want to do it and like wouldn't be down to actually one spend the time to do it mm -hmm. with someone that you don't know very well and and that just shows like your good faith too. Good faith. Yeah. What do you mean? In what I'm trying to do, because if no one wanted to do it or if no one had faith in it, then it probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, I could tell that you, I felt like, just needed, like, the lightest little, like, yeah. go do it. And I, all I saw was that you were going to learn a lot about yourself and this whole process. And I thought yeah. that was super cool. Um, and I like the idea. Because I, I, I like authenticity. So I like the idea that these, you know, like we both like going mm -hmm. deeper. Um, hmm. What? I just realized you were looking at me. This question's hard. Because we already did. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... Uh, I don't know why it the one that, keeps repeating. Yeah, the one that comes up for me is like, just simply even there, I like how you're like me where you look around a lot when you're thinking. I do that same thing where I'll recognize... Like, I'm very good at eye contact at certain yeah. points and then other points when I'm thinking and talking, I realize that I bounce around all over the place. Yeah. Because I'm a visual person, so I need to visualize. Me if too. I'm looking at somebody, uh, then I'm too focused on them, so... That's why yeah. I try to hold eye contact when I listen. Uh, but I like how you do that same thing, though, where, like, suddenly, like, just then, it was, like, it was as if I was gone, and you just, like, kind of went someplace, yeah. and then you came back. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of like how you do that. I feel very safe with you. I feel safe with you, too. Yeah. I don't know if it's just the podcast. I, f I felt it when we got coffee. Yeah. Okay. For the listeners, we got coffee before. Mm -hmm. um, We're not complete strangers. No. Yeah, like, I feel like you're really easy to talk to. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. 
I once did one of those surfboard simulation things, you know, like where it's like the wave, yeah, the wave thing and you jump on like a boogie board or whatever and you can ride it. Um, I did one of those in high school and I was wearing uh, a bathing suit that was definitely like a size or two too big and I fell and it down to my ankles. Oh my God. I stood up and luckily like my friends weren't looking, but like these three kids were looking at me and I just made direct eye contact through on my bathing suit and I was like, Uh okay. That's so funny. Yeah, that was pretty rough. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That was pretty yeah. embarrassing. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I, when I was like, I think we were in Alaska. Um, <laughs> you got that one right. Yeah. And it was like a family vacation and we went up to this restaurant, a really fancy like white tablecloth restaurant mm-hmm. where all the waiters were wearing gloves and it was like a whole thing. At the top of a mountain and you had to take a tram, like a thing gondola or whatever mm-hmm. all the way up and then so i was probably 12 at that time and they finally were going to seat us at the table and so they like the person led us a big group of people to the table and all of the glasses were already set up and like all of the place settings and napkins and everything and every glass there were like probably six or eight glasses um they were already filled with water and as everyone was sitting down, I bumped the table and every single water glass spilled. Oh. Um, and it was just like so public in front of everyone. And they had to take the whole seating arrangement off and like restart it. And everyone oh. laughed at me. How old were you? I, I don't know, like 10 or 12 that age. You're like, this was two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last week. <laughs> um, yeah. They never let me forget it, too. Yeah. That's one of those stories for sure. Yeah. Uh, when do you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? I went through a period a couple of months ago where I was like crying every day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, so that I haven't for a while since then, actually. I cried when watching Walter Mitty. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. I cry all the time. Oh, actually in Great British Bake Off. Really? Yeah, I cry a lot. That's good. Yeah. I just because I, I recognize it's healthy. Yeah. I cry way more than I used to. Same. Yeah. I think because I just got more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole concept of like, yeah, holding it in that like makes you a man. I'm like, no, like to no. me, like, like when football play- players like cry after like losing the Super Bowl and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that it's makes huge. sense. That's it's huge. Deal. So for like Great British Bake Off, I cried because I was like, I'm just, I cry at the end of every season. Because they are pursuing nothing but their craft. There's no money reward or anything in the end. And I just think it's so beautiful when they get to the end and they they win. And the other two contestants are always super supportive. They're so happy for the other person. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's like the most rewarding thing, like down to their soul. And Mm -hmm. I just think that is so beautiful to witness. Because they're all just happy to have been there in the first place. Yeah. That's why I love that show. Mm -hmm. What season were you watching? The most most recent one? Yeah. With like Christelle and Jurgen and yep. oh my god, I love them. Did you finish it? Yeah. Dude, Jurgen choked. I know. Well, Jurgen Yer- got fucked. What? Because like show? he not like literally, but like he, <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, but um, like the German episode. Yeah. Remember? Then they were like, "We're actually critiquing you way way harder because you're German," and then they were like, "Oh my god, he can't cook German food as as well as we thought." So, yeah, they, they yeah. did kind of put the pressure on him. I thought that was kind yeah. of mean because it was. And then also Noel always kept fucking with him. Yeah. It, like which was stressing him out. So I do. I get that where 
it was just a scenario like he was so good for throughout the yeah. first half that he's he so was, consistent. It was between him and Giuseppe for sure. For sure. So when he bailed, like when he got kicked out, I, like seeing all their all, other faces, when yeah. they were like, what was devastating. It was like um, that episode specifically, everyone had a really, really good day yeah. and he just happened to have the worst day because yeah. everyone else got a handshake. Yeah. Oh, right. That was yeah. also But he didn't, even though they oh. were like, this is almost perfect. Yeah. But then he was so consistent all up until that moment mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm getting like deep into this, but sometimes they get rid of people based on that day instead of like based on the whole challenge. Mm-hmm. That's why I actually felt like how, like I was actually bummed that Giuseppe got it. Because he was great throughout the whole show. Yeah. But I just thought Chiggs. Oh yeah, he had the best it. like rise. Yes, he and had the, the fact best that rise in the final, his final was the best of all three of them. It was right. the most consistent. And oh. and he would only started baking like a year ago. Yeah, like a year and a half. It was amazing. Um. Okay. What if anything is too serious to be joked about? I mean, I think that like sexual assault. Mm. it's just not funny and i don't know why people make jokes about it yeah people don't anymore i feel like as much that's a good that's definitely a good one yeah um or like physical abuse yeah um just like abuse (laughs) (laughs) um no abuse can be funny if you're like the victim talking about it but still even like if you were sexually abused I, i genuinely don't think that should be joked about um yeah because that's terrifying yeah also no matter your sex um Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good answer i'm gonna stick with that one um if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone what would you most regret not having told someone and why haven't you told them yet yeah this is very dark i mean i don't have any like crazy secret like there's nothing that jumps out at me right i think just like not telling people i love them enough you know sometimes i do that and then people are like whoa like this is are you okay like it's kind of weird yeah, yeah, yeah like i just feel weird yeah people get thrown off by yeah 100 because people like make, it's too much yeah because people yeah it, sometimes it's too much but also it's just like a hey no life's not that serious kind of thing it's yeah like, hey, exactly sometimes you need to hear it mm-hmm. hmm. um yeah, that's a really good question because also i feel like i did that a lot recently with my like with my family and stuff mm-hmm. um like for christmas i was like like last year i got everyone like dodgers shirts you know because i was like yay this year i was like um i kind of just wanted to get something that was from the bottom of my heart so i literally just wrote everyone deep letters nice. that was really nice um yeah i think if anything i would just yeah pick out some friends and just tell them like hey like i haven't talked to you in a while and you were a really important part of my life. Like, gosh, my childhood best friend, Nolan. I'll talk to him maybe once a year on Facebook for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, and yeah, part of me has honestly been like, he lives in North Carolina. I haven't seen him in years. And part of me wants to be like, hey, man, I kind of want to fly to North Carolina and see you yeah. over the weekend. Um, that's actually something I'm debating because I have a couple friends in North Carolina. I think that'd be fun. So I know that's more of an action than saying something, but... Um, Actions speak louder than words. Mm, love it. <laughs> That's a good answer. Um, okay, your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be? 
my TV. Yeah, I was honestly going to be like my computer. It sounds kind of bad, but everything is on there. Yeah. My computer I, plus like the hard drive with the other things. Yeah, like all my movies are literally sitting right there. Um mm-hmm. I would I would grab my laptop, yeah, truthfully. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's more 100%. like a logistical thing as well. Yeah. It's like cool, I have still all my stuff and I save passwords like yeah. shit like that. I feel like back in time the classic answer is like the photo album. Yes. But it's like photos. that is kind of the same as laptop because all my photos are there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I a would, catch all. I have to admit that's a great answer though. If, if, if it weren't your laptop or some sort of technology, it would hands down be like the bins of photos. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like the stuff you can't recreate. I guess if I'm thinking like my mom's house, if I mm-hmm. thought of my mom's place, I would run into the basement and grab the, her photos. Yeah. That's a good answer. Um, of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, one of my brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That would be very, very disturbing. Yeah, I have the same, like my sister, because she's, yeah. she's 28, and it would just be very disturbing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like that question. I don't like it either. Yeah. I like picturing that. Moving on. Um, This is the last question. Oh, my God. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask them to reflect back on how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. Okay, so first part, like... What's a problem? What's a problem and... That I want advice. Yeah. How do you cope with not only FOMO, but being comfortable just simply being you with yourself mm. well it's a good it's a good point because like or question because recently i heard that some of my friends had like gone away mm. and um i didn't hear about it until like the last minute but the my first thought was like oh i guess i even though i probably wouldn't have gone because i already had plans and i already but they didn't but they didn't like either. ask me yeah yeah and but then the second thought was like that doesn't mean they don't care about me like they still asked how like we still talked this week and they were still like how are you and I still have plans with them this up this upcoming week so it doesn't take away from our relationship Mm. and I don't even know who organized it so it's just like realizing who and it's not about you as much too it's not like they were thinking specifically I'm not gonna invite you yeah, they weren't like, fuck Abby. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if this helps with yours, but FOMO and like, there are more important things. No, I think you answered it with just yeah. simply like, don't take it so personally. Yeah, it's not personal. Yeah, that's that's something I've kind of recognized a little bit. Um, I mean, hell, like I didn't talk to my friends at all this weekend. And I had a moment where like we were going to hang out and then um, it fell through. And then I had the thought. I was like, well, I didn't reach out to them, you know? Yeah. Um. So, you know, it goes like both ways. Um, as well as like not every weekend you have to like hang out with your friends and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, for me, I'm moving soon. So I'm kind of trying to battle like the anxiety of the pending move. Impen- mm. Impending move? Yeah. And then, but with like I haven't done anything yet I haven't even even started packing Mm. and I need to buy all this new furniture so how would you 
tackle it because it just feels so it feels like such a big thing and i i don't know start with necessities you mm-hmm. know like bed couch tv stuff like that um <clears throat> it's funny my mom was like do you really need a tv and i was like it is my essence yeah <laughs> um uh know that you're not going to set it up in one weekend or in one month even this is me after two months and i still have a couple things like i'm finally at the point where i'm like cool this is pretty much where i want it the only thing is i just bought a dry erase board for uh the kitchen where the Mm. chicago thing is because i want to start writing um and i need that uh there will always be projects so like remind yourself of that it's always a work in progress i need a table here and I, yeah. I kind of want a rug at some point. Um, I'd also like to get a keyboard piano, but that's long term. Um, so, yes, you know, recognize like what helped me was going on Reddit on r slash male living spaces. Um, <laughs> because, you know, some people were like, oh, this is like my place crafted after six months or, oh, here, check it out. This was me a month in and two years later. And it's like, well, look at how it changes. So like, who knows, like six months from now, I might look around and be like, Ooh, I want to change this up a little bit. So recognizing that you're not going to get everything settled in exactly how you want it immediately might give you a little bit of breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, I think in regards to like packing up stuff, start packing up now just casually. Yeah. Box by box. Yeah. Box by box, label it, label it, label it. So you know where everything is. Um, especially being type a like me you'll prefer that um yeah when do you move like in two weeks three weeks yeah maybe like three weeks okay um but is it all happening over the course of one weekend i don't know <laughs> i haven't decided yet i want to hire a moving po- company too oh maybe i have like this standing bike that's really heavy oh geez like yeah. a spin bike in my room and i can't mm. carry that yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah if you're getting a moving company, I feel like that adds a little, a lot of relief for sure. Cause for me, everything that you see in here, I moved in here and carried by myself. Yeah. Everything. Um, the TV was the hardest part. Um, carrying that by <laughs> myself was a pain in the ass. Um, wow. but yeah. Every- How did you do the couch? What's that? How did you do the car- the couch? How did you fit it through the room? It was delivered and it was like kind of packaged up a little bit. Like this was folded over. Oh, okay. Stuff, so it came in like a nice thing. So I have to admit the mattress came, you know, folded up in a box and the couch mm. came packaged up as well. Um, so that made things easier. But yeah. And then just, yes, yeah, you know, it's like start now and start small so that when you do get to that weekend, you're like, okay, cool. And there's like, you know, the last minute things you're like, all right, I got to do this now. But just start like, you know, like you're folding laundry and you got to do it for 30 minutes. Like, yeah, start boxes now. That's what I would do. Um, I just don't want to like pack something up and then have to use it at some point and I'll forget where I packed it. Label it. Yeah. Like cords and stuff go in one box and your drawer goes in this box um just stuff like that and then worst case scenario you got to go through the box and yeah you you also keep in mind though like you probably have like another week or so if if you wanted to start gradually doing it like honestly figure out how much time you would like so if you look and you're like oh like i think i i could do this over the course of like a weekend or two or like two weeks total whatever then give yourself this next week and just don't worry about it 
set a moment in your calendar where you're gonna be like, all right, now I'm going to start using a part of my brain every day and my bandwidth mm-hmm. to start packing stuff. Yeah. But That's a good point. Thank you. I have a question. Yeah. What is something in the last week that really inspired you? Um, probably some music that I listened to in the car. Yeah. I just like love listening to music with the volume turned all the way up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it really inspires me to make more music too. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I feel like that was a bad answer. But. No, not at all. What about you? Have you seen The Secret Life of Walter Mooney? Oh, you're so obsessed. <laughs> no, I'm not obsessed. It's just... Um, I haven't. Oh. I should. Yeah, I've had a. I've just had a busy week, so it was just like... It was just nice to like force myself. Like, like Jack, just watch a movie, you know? Yeah. So it was nice because I had done that in a little while. Um, that really inspired me. Um, Because there was one moment that was really well done, but I don't want to spoil it. Um... Unless you're like, screw it, I'll never watch it. But I'll watch it. Yeah. Is it Ben Stiller? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'd say another thing that inspired me was this book that I'm reading. It's called The Untethered Soul. Mm. And it points out how we are not our thoughts. We are. Did I talk about this in the beginning? Maybe not. Um, oh, maybe I told my brother about it. Uh, we are not our thoughts. And we are not our emotions. The question of like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Our identity. If you go outside of your emotions, if you go outside of your thoughts and you sit in that space, like again, meditation, when you shut off all the thoughts, that is like your true self. It's it's being aware of like yourself being aware, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it explains it better in the book, but... Um, it helped by like labeling like your inner monologue is just like see it as a roommate because a, a, mm. a lot of us fall into the thought of oh well when my thoughts are happy and fun that's the true me and when they're like negative and all that stuff no that's not me or vice versa and the truth is no that voice in your head is actually just like it's feeling certain things and then it's trying to judge them and pass judgments on them and label them and figure out answers as to why you're feeling that way so you can better understand yourself when in actuality it's just you being present in the moment just being is actually your true self Hmm. um going on that journey of inner peace um yeah yeah so that inspired me i have another question okay what is your greatest insecurity right now that's so hard I'm just not a very insecure person. Actually? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I feel like that sounds weird, but... No. I want to say like that I'm not lovable or something, mm. but that's not true because I know that I'm lovable. Mm-hmm. I just like had a recent thing like with my ex that he was like, I literally don't love you. Mm. So like I'm still kind of getting over that. Yeah. And trying to realize that that wasn't anything <clears throat> about me. That was something about him. Mm. So that's what therapy is for. Yeah. What about you? I'm too reliant on reassurance and outside validation, or at least have been. Um, <clears throat> and in making the movie, I found like really great self-confidence. Um, 
probably stems from growing up with like my older brothers just constantly shitting on me and criticizing me. And then I got to a point where I was like, I sense I'm really earning your respect. Hmm. And it was like the first time that I felt like as an adult, I was like, oh, they respect me. Yeah. Um, and so. Because you worked with them a little bit in yeah, the movie. Well, yeah. yeah, with making it. Um, but I also had reached a point, you know, years ago where I even got to the point where I was just like, you know, my value does not stem from how they judge me. Um, right. But. Yeah, I just want everyone to like me. Yeah, me and too. It, yeah, and it's a it's a, just a stupid insecurity because you can't win everyone over, and you just gotta be yourself. Um, and I think that's yeah, that's that, it's like a flaw of mine that I'm insecure about in the sense of like I'm I'm insecure about people not liking me probably. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had this weird moment on Friday night. I went to this birthday party mm-hmm. and I was kind of crashing it. Like I wasn't quite invited, mm. but I, I was invited by a friend who called me and was like, like, I'm not going alone. Mm-hmm. And I already knew the guy who's the birthday was for. And, um, he was like, yes, totally come like, great. So I, I went there and I showed up and I walked in and two seconds in, I realized my ex of two two years ago mm-hmm. who i hadn't seen in two years was there with his girlfriend who he broke up with me for oh jeez! and i immediately when i realized this i tapped my friend on the shoulder and i was like i have to go get something from your car and she was like what uh, okay and then we talked outside for a bit and i was like i'm freaking out right now like i can't go back in there yeah this is horrible and i felt like i was right back two years ago when it happened when like two years has gone by and so different too and like it was just crazy how that affected me and brought me back but then she convinced me to go back inside and so I did and I played it off well and like actually talked to him for a little bit she didn't acknowledge me though mm-hmm. the girlfriend mm-hmm. um that's fine and it ended up being good really so yeah I feel like I got over a lot of like some of the insecurities I had about that yeah of like literally just like not being chosen yeah. or like just somebody else was like better for him or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm really glad that I didn't end up with him. Mm. It's just like, he looks different too. It's just weird to see someone after two years. That's funny. Um, was it also in how he carried himself or? Yeah. He seemed like less, maybe it was just because of me and my presence, mm-hmm. but he just like didn't seem happy mm. <laughs> and like, he, I remember he used to be so funny and I just still wasn't getting, getting any of that. Mm. It could have just been me though. And he felt awkward. You never know. So that's it. Thank you for stopping by the deep dive. Deep dive. the 36 questions to fall in love with jack and next week i'm gonna be sitting down with a new guy and doing it all over again so if you like this let me know and um let me know what you thought of jack also have a great valentine's day to all you lovers out there i love you